Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm solid to the crack. Never change me and my son of rain. It gets wet when we hang. I'm solid. Could touch the blue part of the flame. The blue part of the flame. And nothing else. Welcome to Sportfire. The only podcast that knows how to solve Syracuse's zone. I'm your host, Adam Weinrib, and reminder, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and we're the official podcast of the Michigan State Spartans, presented by Rocket Mortgage, presented by Radio Shack, presented by Jamba Juice. Just like Ohio State in March Madness, let's take the quickest trip possible through the headlines. After the first week of March Madness, my bracket's already busted. I picked Illinois to win every game, even the ones they weren't in. (laughs) Whoops on me. The NCAA came under fire this week for providing the men's players with a massive gym and the women with a small set of weights. Even worse, only the men's swag packs included March Madness branded tampons. Loyola Chicago defeated top-seeded Illinois this weekend to move on to the Sweet 16. And Sister Jean, that is enough. Okay, I swear to God, she's one memefied wink away from pulling an Agatha all along. But seriously, congrats to the 101-year-old woman whose sole goal on this earth is to cost me money. She is the granddaughter of the witches you didn't burn. Up next, Sister Jean will turn water into whining about my bracket. Okay, guys, who wrote these? Me? Yeah, me. 15-seeded Oral Roberts has advanced all the way to the Sweet 16, where they'll match up with five sister jeans wearing jetpacks. Come on! In an amazing twist, Ohio University star Jason Preston actually used to write for fan-sided's Detroit Pistons blog before college. And Creighton coach Greg McDermott used to write for the Federalist. The Kansas Jayhawks suffered their worst-ever loss in tournament history, falling to USC by 34. After the game, Bill Self said, In retrospect, we'd like to be postseason banned now, please. The Pac-12 as a whole has dominated this tournament, placing four teams in the Sweet 16. Am I high, or are we really dominating this thing? Bill Walton said while looking at an ant farm. The Philadelphia Eagles signed Joe Flacco as Jalen Hurts' backup this week. Said Flacco, I just thought it was a great opportunity for me to get hit with a flying battery. I want that. I want to get hit with a battery. Real weird quote, and it just kept going. NBA Rookie of the Year candidate LaMelo Ball will likely miss the rest of the season with a broken wrist. In unrelated news, a 19-year-old and 53-year-old in Charlotte were spotted undergoing the first-ever wrist swap surgery. LeBron James is out indefinitely with a high ankle sprain. The injury could keep LeBron out for three to four weeks and could keep Lakers fans out past Yankees opening day. This episode of Sportfire is naturally brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. 
Struggling to put the ball in the basket? Manscaped very clearly cannot help you, but struggling with ball hair? Well, suddenly you've entered Manscaped's territory. They can hook you up with the Perfect Package 3.0 kit that includes the Lawnmower 3.0, the best ball hair trimmer on the market, as well as the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, and the Crop Reviver, which will help keep your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking the three S's of bad ball maintenance. Now, Manscaped threw two free gifts in that Perfect Package 3.0, as well a pair of high-performance Manscaped boxer briefs that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day, and a travel shed bag to store all of your grooming goodies. If this interests you, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com, and use the code FANSIDED20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Your balls will thank me. Me? No. You. Coming up, I did my favorite interview ever and spoke with Rutgers icon Eric Legrand about his team's March Madness run and his new coffee house. Also, we call in to an outfielder mic'd up live during a spring training game. But first, Colts wide receiver Michael Pittman Jr. on eating a bunch of extremely spicy Buffalo Wild Wings and Carson Wentz. Not eating Carson Wentz, you get it. So you're, you are partnered with Buffalo Wild Wings and the March Madness Plays and Challenge competition in Indianapolis. Can you tell me a little bit more about that partnership? Yes. Yeah, so uh, Buffalo Wild Wings is hosting the Plays and Challenge across 30 bars in Indy. And you basically have – so it's basically the fastest time to eat 10 Carolina Reaper wings. And then the winner goes on and gets a pair of tickets to – the 2021 Final Four and the championship, and I and I actually did it in three minutes and 46 seconds. So I might be having myself a pair of tickets pretty soon. Like if anybody can beat that, that's what I was going to ask. I heard you were going to do it. I wasn't sure if you'd done it yet. Like, how did it go? Were you feeling okay after? Like, what what are the vibes after doing something like that? Yeah. So I definitely felt it. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not a real spicy food eater, but since it was a challenge, like I had to, you know, like I had to win. But um, my face was burning, my lips were burning, my eyes were watering before I even started eating them. Like I just opened it up and it hit me and tears started falling on my face. So just like thinking about it right now is making my eyes water. But after the first couple of bites, I mean, you don't really taste nothing else. So uh, it's all about eating it fast. I appreciate the insight because I'm literally never going to do that. Like, I'll tell you right up top, like not going to happen for me, but like with, with the tickets at stake, like that, that's a big, that's a big, you know, that's big insane. opportunity for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you, uh, you do have a new quarterback this season, uh, Carson Wentz, it's officially announced. So we're not breaking any rules by talking about this. Um, you were spotted working out with Carson though last week. What have you guys already learned about the way each other work? Do you feel like there's a rapport developing? Absolutely. I mean, anytime that you can get field work in with your uh, quarterback, um, basically he was just feeling how I run routes and I was feeling how he throws the ball and just developing that and uh, uh, just like getting closer and closer. Like as we get closer to a camp, I feel like we're going to have a great camp. You're, you're gaining a great QB, but you are losing a legendary quarterback yeah. and a locker room presence uh, in Phillip Rivers. Can you tell me about the funniest thing he did in the locker room last year? Phillip, it's really just the way that Phillip competes and talks trash. I mean, 
I've probably heard daggum pit more times than I could count. So it, it like it's really just being around him and hearing him and hearing him compete, guys. It, it like it's the funniest thing ever. We heard a rumor, and I guess I don't. I'm gonna ask you to confirm. Ty Hilton said at some point that he's nasty at locker room cornhole. Is that true? Oh, that is 100 percent true. I'm telling you, you don't want to play him because you're gonna lose some money. So, so like if like you ever like have the chance to play him, just don't do it. Yeah. Okay. And if I do, I'll keep the money out of it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you've got one year in the league under your belt, hopefully feeling a little more comfortable. What was the most fun one-on-one DB matchup you had last year? Most fun one-on-one DB matchup, um, probably our playoff game. Um, because that was, because that was a good game. Unfortunately, we didn't win. Um, but I felt like we didn't see a ton of a ton of man on man. I felt like teams played us more zone, so like it's really hard to say. Um, but but yeah, probably like I'm thinking about it. Like that's probably the game I've seen the most man. And uh, versus Pittsburgh, I also saw a little more man. But but yeah, that playoff game. I'm glad you mentioned it. Like. For a young team like you guys, that's, it's pretty huge to have a moment like that in Buffalo, on the road, and you guys definitely competed. Um, what what did you learn in that game that you're going to take forward into 2021 to hopefully make the next step? That you have to find a way to win because when you look back like at all the stats, like we pretty much led in every single category, possession, yards, rushing yards. It's just, it's just we didn't execute when we needed to. So just – Basically, just find a way to win the games, and uh, and that'll keep you moving on throughout the playoffs. You've got, you know, obviously you you had a great team last year. You're gonna have a great team again this year. We're all pretty confident in that. But you got a lot of cap space, and Chris Ballard, your GM, has sort of said that a lot of that money is gonna be ticketed to you know extensions for Darius Leonard, Quentin mm-hmm. Nelson, the guys in the locker room. Um, are you guys all sort of on board with that? Do are you like? Do you, do you agree with prioritizing your guys, like taking care of your guys first? Absolutely. I mean, I think that those guys we have, those guys who are going to command those big contracts and two of them just pop out, Quentin Nelson and um, Darius Leonard. I mean, those guys are going to have to get their pay because those, because like those are two great players. Um, but I'm not a GM. I'm not a head coach. And, and like, I, I'm like a rookie, so I kind of understand the whole cap space and how stuff works, but I'm still getting um, used to that type of terminology and everything that goes with it. But I am totally in favor of like paying those guys because I think that they're great guys. I think that they deserve it. Is Leonard sort of an animal in the locker room too? Like we we can tell as outsiders, but what's it like going to war with that guy? That dude is an animal on the field. He's an animal off the field. He's probably an animal like in church too. Like that dude's just a different breed. So, so he's always like that. So your first year in the league, obviously you're getting to know these guys, but you did miss out on one experience that a lot of rookies get to have. You had to do your draft on zoom. So you didn't get the chance to meet Roger Goodell you didn't go to his basement or anything like that. <laughs> did you, did you have any special moves prepared for him? Like, do you have a secret handshake or like, what are you going to do the next time you actually see him? Um, no, I didn't have anything planned. Probably just, 
just shake his hand or fist bump, depending on how he's feeling. You know, the whole COVID thing. You know, it's awkward. You're going to go in. Are we going to fist bump? So, so just one of those probably. Makes sense to me. You don't go too complicated because what if yeah. he doesn't know it? Like you never know. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so you you did. We learned this week that uh, Carson Wentz, your quarterback, is going to be rocking number two this year. Mm-hmm. You're keeping your number eleven. Did he make fun of you a little bit about that when you guys got together? Did you have a conversation about that? No, there was actually no pressure. So he didn't really put pressure on me. And it's funny because a guy of his caliber probably could have just said, hey, like, I like want this number and I'm taking it. And there'd be nothing and like there'd be nothing there. And there would be nothing that I could do about it because um, he's a big contract guy and I'm a rookie. But he was he was super chill about it, and he just said that he was going to change numbers, and I was shocked. Like like I'm sitting here like so like you're not going to take the number, and like I'm like all right bet. So so like, that's how it went. So it was kind of a joint decision, I guess. So yeah, great. Yeah, I mean, good to get that report with someone that your Ivo is going to have to be working a lot with. Yeah. One last thing before I let you go, We're, we we got to focus on March Madness. Um, you know, you are, you know, the Indianapolis is the home of the whole event this year. Mm-hmm. How far do you think your Trojans are going to go? And who do you have winning the whole thing? Yes, you guys know I'm sporting it right here. I have, I see, SC, I see it, I see it. I have SC winning the whole thing. I think that Evan Mobley is going to be our X factor. And people are going to call me crazy, but they haven't seen SC play because we usually play late at night on the West Coast. So a lot of people haven't seen our talent. So I can't wait to see what they do. Uh, they play tomorrow at 1.30 versus Drake. And uh, I think that we are going to have a good run here. And uh, I can't wait to see what they do. I love it, man. I will not call you crazy. I will never knock someone for doing school pride like that. That's great. Um, yeah, Mug Pimmon Jr., thanks so much for talking to me, man. Thank you. I appreciate you. Michael Pittman Jr., courtesy of Buffalo Wild Wings. Looking for a big year, too, from him. Wow, must be... Uh... Must be nice to have high expectations placed upon you. I've never felt that before. And now a quick phone call with Andrew Benintendi, who's mic'd up in the Royals outfield at a spring training game. Let's give him a ring. And now we're here with the Royals' Andrew Benintendi, who is wearing a mic out in left field in the second inning of their game against the Reds today. Andrew, how you doing out there? Hey man, pretty good. Uh, it's a beautiful day out here in Arizona. Got a whole afternoon of baseball ahead of us. Glad to hear it. So this is about to be your first season as a Royal. How are you feeling about suiting up for a new team? Hey, nice pitch, kid. Uh, it's, it's definitely a change. Uh, you know, I, I'd spent my whole career in Boston, but hey, hey, yo, hey, what the fuck? Hey, hey. Andrew, uh, you okay out there? Hey, that, that's my car. Hey, get back here. What, what's going on? Someone's stealing my car. I, I had it parked right by the stadium, but I, I just saw someone drive away with it. Uh, hang on. Sorry about that. So, uh, what was your question? I was asking about what it's been like to... Wait a sec, are, are you running after your car? Yeah, it's an Acura. Not just gonna let someone take it. What about the game? Hey, up yours! Uh, it's spring training, no one cares. Besides, Singer's on the bump. That kid keeps the ball on the ground. Okay, uh, great. So, uh... Your first season as a Royal. How's the transition been to a new... Ah, 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 fuck, man! Ah, get your dog off of me! 
What now? Ah, sorry, I, I cut through a dog park and one of them jumped me. I'm only bleeding a little bit, though. Not the most I've ever bled. But, but yeah, I, I love my new teammates. You know, young, hungry team, some real talent on the field and at the plate. Feeling like this year we could really make a run at the playoffs. That's great to hear. It, it must have been tough to leave Boston, though. Hey, oh, sorry, sorry, what? I, I said it must have been tough to leave Boston. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, I won my first ring with them. I have nothing but good things to say about the organization. Hey, can you can you hear that brass band? Yes, a lot. Ah, man. Hey, hey, let me through. That's my car up there. Oh, sorry, man. I, I'm caught up in some kind of parade. Any things you've been working on this offseason? Oh, for sure. I, I hit the weight room this offseason, uh, trying to increase my power. And I, I've tweaked my stance a little bit, too. And the, the new hitting coach here told me that if I... Ow! Ah, go easy, Doc. Are you at the hospital now? Yeah, turns out the dog bite was worse than I thought. So I popped into the ER to get stitched up. I'm here with Dr. Rosenthal. Say hi, Doc. Uh, good afternoon. How? Look, Adam, bottom line is that it's a brand new season, and that means anything can happen. I'm feeling really good because of the presence of guys like Jorge Soler, Whit Merrifield, and Sal Perez in the lineup and also because of the several types of painkiller I was given back at the hospital. Now, from my current vantage point up here, I bet if I time my jump correctly, I can land directly on the car in three, two... Andrew, please don't jump off any roofs. One! <laughs> Got him! You caught the car? Hell yeah, I did. Now to find out who's behind all of this. Kurt Schilling? And I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for your weirdly impressive stamina. Why am I not surprised? Andrew Menintendi, everyone. Thanks for having me, Adam. Oh, hey, coach. Whoa, we let up 15 inside the park home runs? Andrew Menintendi, everybody. He ran off the field in the middle of the game, got attacked by a dog, and went to the hospital, and we're the only ones who covered it. And now one of the best interviews I've ever had the privilege of conducting, former Rutgers football player Eric Legrand, the current proprietor of the Legrand Coffee Shop, and an incredible advocate for severe spinal cord injuries. Please enjoy my chat with the coolest dude. Eric Legrand, thank you so much for joining me on the Sportfire Podcast. How are you doing today? Doing awesome, Adam. How are you? I'm good. Uh, so you recently launched the Legrand Coffee House brand, First of all, this is one of the sturdiest mugs I have ever seen in my life. I want to give you props on this. Like from the moment I saw it, I was like, I have to have that. That's one of the greatest mugs of all time. What inspired the design here? I'm obsessed with this thing. I'll tell you what, um, that is our number one seller. More than even the coffee. Everyone loves the mug. And when I was, I worked I work with the company Created Co. When I was looking for a mug on their, on their page, I'm like, you know, I want mine to be unique that fits us perfectly, but also a type where, you know, that it keeps the coffee warm throughout the whole time. And this looks a little bit different. And I saw that one, I was like, ooh, that one actually looks cool. The colors, what we're doing. And then I picked it out. They sent me some samples. I'm like, yep, this is the one. And here we are, we're as our number one seller with the uh, Grand Coffee House is the mugs. Yeah, this thing is powerful. I, I can't wait to, to try the coffee too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the physical location um, that's what I'm excited for. How are the plans coming along to open the physical location this summer? They're going really well. You know, I got to sign the LOI, which is pretty cool. My first LOI that I ever signed for a bit actual business plan besides the one I signed 
in college to go to to school. But um, you know, it's it's going along really well. The, the it's going to be a nice two hundred thirty two unit on Avenue and Green. That's the name of the complex. And I can't wait to get the new people into Woodbridge. But then also the, the people all around Woodbridge. They're so excited that a coffee shop is coming into town, and I'm proud to say that it's mine. And it's going to be really excited to see how the actual store, the vibe that I put in there. Really looking forward to creating that. Yeah, I can't wait to learn more about the vibe. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about what inspired you to create a coffee house brand in the first place? Yeah, so it's actually a funny story. And then I put my unique spin on it. It was just with a group of friends from my hometown, about 14 of us in a group message. We used to send pictures and text messages to our group of their coffee every single day. And I wasn't even a coffee drinker. But every day they would always send a picture of whatever they were drinking. And an opportunity presented itself in this downtown area. And I've always been a big cafe guy. Not a coffee guy, but a big cafe guy. But I said, you know what? Why not take that leap of faith and open up my own cafe and, and have create my own vibe and bring, put my spin on it? And that's unity to the community with a daily cup of believe. But I said, I have to try coffee. So I tried it. And I'm like, ooh, some good stuff. What have I been missing out on? <laughs> and then after from there, I'm like, all right, now, now it's time to build this brand. And that's how everything got started last summer. That's awesome. And that's what I was going to ask. I, do you have a personal favorite blend that you sell? You, you weren't a coffee guy and now all of a sudden you are. Like, are you attached yeah. to one blend? So I was, in the beginning, I was all about the Costa Rica, but now everything, I don't know what it is. That Guatemalan be sneaking up on me now. It's like, <laughs> it's like depending on the, on the demo, should I go with Costa Rica? Should I go with Guatemala? And Sumatra, if, you're a, like, if you like your coffee dark roasted, Sumatra smacks. But I would say that Guatemalan and Costa Rican, I go back and forth depending on the day on which one's my favorite. I love it. I, I cannot wait to dip in there. Um, now, let's say hypothetically, Coach Greg Schiano comes to La Grand Coffee House. He orders a hot coffee. Would you sneak him a decaf? Because I feel like he doesn't need the full caffeine blast. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm like, I'm not sure how much a caffeine Coach Schiano really needs. I would say, you know, Costa Rican is our lightest one on the caffeine, so you might want to have. <laughs> That one, Coach, but uh, yeah, I, know, I don't know how much caffeine Coach Yano really needs because that man is always <sighs> fiery, ready to go. Yeah, he's a master motivator. He's on 10. He, he's back with the program now. You were a member of the Tampa Bay Bucks back in 2012. Coach Yano signed you to join the Bucks temporarily. What did it feel like watching that team win the Super Bowl this year? Did you feel a little bit of pride? I wonder what that was like for you. I did. I, you know, even, I, even though I'm a diehard Denver Broncos fan, I always have been. Mm -hmm. When you get signed to a team like the Buccaneers and everything, you see them in the Super Bowl, you know, the owners are still in the Glazier family down there. You know, it's like, wow, like I was a part of that organization. You know, I never played it down. I was a part of that organization, got to go down there like 10 times over the two years that Cociano was there and just have that, you know, that family feel of it being in the NFL. So now I'm sitting here like, they want, I'm like, how do I finagle me getting a ring now? I need to get a ring, bro. I need, I need to be able to get a Super Bowl ring for that. Even though I had nothing to do with it. It's still part of the family, you know. Yeah, you had something to do. Like I mean, I, the Glazers like that should long know. lost cousin. The long lost cousin down the road. Like, hey, when you hit the lottery. Hey, remember way back when? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people who are less associated with the team than you are begging for rings. Like, you have a better case than a lot of people. I'm, I'm sure I do. I'm sure. So we'll see what happens. 
<laughs> now, speaking of your Rutgers teammates, um, a couple of them have been in the news lately. You played with both Giants defensive back Logan Ryan and Devin McCourty from the Patriots, who've become two of the best leaders in the NFL. Logan Ryan's been out there all week recruiting free agents to the Giants. What do you remember about the time you spent with those two young leaders back in the locker room? Well, Devin McCourty, man, when I first got there, him and his brother had already solidified the leadership of the team. So they just did everything right. They did everything right. They were always the one. They were in the right position at the right time. Smartest people in the room. Didn't get in trouble off the field. Good grades. They were like the perfect model citizen that you try to follow as a student athlete. And as you see, that has followed into Devin's career when Bill Belichick said he was the smartest player that he's ever drafted. That goes with high praise right there. And then Logan Ryan, he's younger than me, so I got to see him when he was young and coming up and developing. But Logan always played with such confidence. Even when he was young, he knew his abilities that he could, that what he could do on a football field. And he never let people stir him away from it, whether if he talked junk to him or if he got beat on one play. He was coming back the next play and going to lock you up. So I remember that when he was young, and he still, you can see, in the league, eight, nine years doing the same thing. 100%. So we'll speak about Rutgers for a little while longer. I will not linger on this. I will not try to, you know, put the put the pain in any, any more than I it already is. I know where this is going. Oh. I'm going to focus on the positives, though, because they did win a March Madness game for the first time in 38 years. That's huge. You had a hilarious tweet about it. I know you were watching. Obviously not the way you wanted the run to end, but you, you have to admit that was an exciting ride. What was it like riding that roller coaster? Oh, it was so fun. I, I haven't missed a game in two years. I always, I find a way, two, three years. I'm When they're on TV or when we used to be able to go in person, I'm watching. Always, I've been excited. I bought in. I'm pounding nails, Steve Peichel style, you know? <laughs> and when, when they got to the NCAA tournament and got canceled last year, to see them bounce back this year, win a game versus Clemson, and then oh, when... Houston's the number six team in the country, number two seed in the tournament. And you could tell, you are the better team out there. You outplayed them for 37 minutes of that game. And then just the downfall. But good teams find a way to win. But I'll tell you what, I'm proud as hell of those boys that are on the Scarlet Knights and the fight that they had, the resilience, the push through, the discipline. Unfortunately, came up shorter than what we wanted to. But hey, still defeated the odds and still made history. And I'm proud to be a part of the Rutgers family. Oh, yeah. And I, I can't tell you how much I was hoping for a win leading into this interview, but I can tell you it's it's not over for those guys. That's a team right there. The culture is set. I believe the culture is set. That's what it's about. Now it's bringing in the next generation, the next generation. Geo Baker, mad props to him because he got it started. He stuck through the, the bad times, you know, and now he got to see, you know, see some of the good times. It didn't end the way he wanted, but he left a legacy there that will – be hard to match. 100%. And transitioning into the next sport to kick off, how excited are you for, for what might be a normal college football season this fall? Are you looking forward to getting back to the stadium? Oh, man, I can't wait. Man. I, miss, I miss just that, that element of the fans being in the stadium. The big third down plays coming out of the tunnel before the game, getting amped up for kickoff. I, I, I just miss it all. So I'm so excited to see Coach Shiano back on the sideline. Didn't get to see it in person this year, obviously, because of COVID, well, I should say last season. So this year, I'm excited to see him back on the sideline, and it's going to be a lot of fun, man. Uh, Coach Yellow's building something special. 
just watch. Strap up because we're going we're going to be in there for the, for a long ride. Yeah, my eyes are open. I'm I'm very ready. But before we get to the fall, you do have a big summer coming up. The launch of the coffee house. Also, the 11th annual Walk to Believe is coming up. What does it mean for you coming up on the 11th edition of such a special event? Oh, it's 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 amazing. What was started 11 years ago by the, a lady of the name Arlene Gonzalez who didn't know a thing about football, just knew that I was a son of my mother, and she felt for me because she has two sons, reached out and wanted to do something, and she stuck through with it. And we've raised close to a million dollars with this one event. And just the community that we've been able to build around it, the awareness for spinal cord injuries, and just the people that are coming out just supporting people that can't walk. People are walking for the people that can't walk. It's just a, it's something special. This is exactly what I wanted to do, making a difference for the 5.6 million people that are dealing with some sort of paralysis. And one day we're going to find a cure. Yes, we will. Absolutely. Um, that's going to be amazing. I hope uh, some of my listeners will join you for that event. I hope to be there too. Before we go, I thought we would play a little game uh, to promote the coffee shop brand a little bit and get some of your hottest coffee takes on the record. I'm calling it Le Grand or Le Just Okay. Um, we can ditch the name if you want. I okay. will list off a coffee-related phenomenon, like something, some way that people enjoy their coffee, and you tell me if it's something you like or something that you're not that into. Does that sound okay. good? Okay, okay. Okay, so I know you're just getting into coffee, but do you have a strong opinion on drinking iced coffee in the winter? Is that something you vibe with or no? I have not personally vibed with it yet, but that is the phenomenon of I'm learning, especially the millennials. As millennials now, it's iced coffee all year round, but me personally, I haven't vibed with it yet. I'm all about the hot coffee, like old, like an old school grandpa style, but I don't care. Perfect. Well, that leads right into my next one. You love hot coffee. Do you sip hot coffee before it cools off? Do you just attack it or do you wait a little bit? So, oh, man, you're calling me out here. So, you're going to laugh at this. I don't know how to drink stuff hot, like a hot, like hot chocolate. I go like, <laughs> and same thing with coffee. When it's, when it's fresh out of, out of the pot, I'm like, <laughs> so I let it cool off a little bit so it's almost lukewarm and then I chug it. People are like, oh my God, that's so nasty. But for me, it works for me. I don't know how to drink hot, hot stuff. No, I don't think that's nasty. Me, me too, honestly. Like I asked the really? iced coffee question first because that's me. I'm doing two iced coffees every morning. So you're a millennial, so you know how it is. Yeah, I like the hot coffee too. Do not get me wrong, but I definitely don't drink it scalding hot. I can't. My, my mom, after she takes it out of the pot, puts it in the microwave and then just goes at it. I'm like, bro. I can't. I can't. I can't. So when it comes to your hot coffee, are you like a pot of anything is good for you? Or how do you feel about like that extremely fancy drip coffee? Like the machines, when you, you watch them make it, they're like chemistry majors. They're like squinting and looking in at it. How do you feel about that fancy stuff? I am all about the pour over. I love the pour over. My sister actually for Christmas got my mom and I this like a, like electrical pour over machine where you watch, you literally put, you know, your coffee beans in, into the filter, you know, and then you watch, you pour the water in and then you watch it go to work. And it's just like, ooh, and I like watching it drip down. I'm learning the French press way as well. I do enjoy that. But my favorite cup of coffee to enjoy is the pour over way. Awesome. I, it feels like when you see a really fancy pour over, you like, you remember it. You like, you're like, I remember exactly where I was when I saw that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I see. I forgot what it's called. It's something I think what it's see, but it's, 
it's like it was originally made in, in I believe Japan, where mm-hmm. it's like they cipher, they cipher the coffee, and it's, it's just like going through all these tubes, and then it comes out and just I'm like, ooh, that's sad. <laughs> it's always impressive. Um, it is very cool. I'm enjoying. I'm really, I'm really enjoying learning about the, the coffee world and, and getting as much knowledge as I possibly can. Yeah, the 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 house, the physical location is going to be amazing. My one last question, controversial topic. People are split on this. How do you feel about when a barista makes a little heart in the latte foam? Do you think that's good or you think that's weird? No, I love it. I, I think it's a skill. It's a craft. You know, people try to mess around with their phones and the milks and they try to do it and it comes out looking like poop. Those baristas, they got skills where they can get the exact shape to it. I actually took a course on how to do it. And I still don't understand how it's physically possible that it comes out in no shape. Even after taking a course and watching and watching, you know, some professional artists do it. So I'm amazed. So whatever shape, heart, whatever you can do, I'm all there for it. I'm gonna be sitting there like this. <laughs> Amazing. The LeGrand Coffee House, you yeah. can order now. You can visit this summer. You will see baristas doing hearts in the foam. I guarantee it. Eric, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you having me, Adam. Eric Legrand, everybody. Make sure to check in with the Legrand Coffee House at legrandcoffeehouse.com, or you can register for the virtual Walk to Believe at ChristopherReeve.org. And now, my final flame. If you watched March Madness last week and you weren't enthralled by the style of play, then you belong in the wastebasket. Bounce passes, layups, and fundamental defense. College basketball is exactly what the NBA should be. So, how do we fix this? Open up professional basketball to all college students, even freshmen. Looking to enroll in college? Well, the NBA is now opening its doors to you. As long as you promise to play the style of basketball that I enjoy. Then take away the salaries. There, we've fixed the NBA. Now, I know what you're thinking. If all college players can go straight to the NBA, then who'll be playing college basketball? I have no idea. I knew you'd be thinking that, but I did not prepare a solution. I guess high schoolers can play college basketball now? Exactly. That's how it'll work. Basketball players aged 14 through 18 can now join college teams, but they can't attend college. And after that, well, it sort of just spirals from there, right? Middle schoolers on high school teams, toddlers playing JV, then we'll do the other sports. Pretty soon, every high school athlete in the country will be some variety of kid, every college athlete will be midway through puberty at worst, and every professional will be making that extra pass for free. Oh, and every NBA team is now in the American heartland. And every NBA arena is outdoors. And the money from every ticket sold goes to charity, is what I'll tell people when they ask suspiciously where the money is going. I did it. I solved the NBA, Dad. My thanks to Eric Legrand, Michael Pittman Jr., Buffalo Wild Wings, the Legrand Coffee House, and Spencer Roth Rhodes. See you guys next Thursday. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.